You're listening to ZZ Talk, a father-son generational podcast where we talk about entertainment, culture, and a variety of other subjects from the perspectives of both Gen Z and Gen X. I'm Noah. I'm Greg. And this is ZZ Talk. Welcome to the show. So uh, today, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be the last episode of the year because it is December 28th. Wow, we really flew through 2021. And that's sort of what we want to talk about uh, the year and review and sort of things that we're looking towards in the next year. So uh, do you have anything you want to add on to that before we get into it? Yeah, I think I'll just say that th- these are not New Year's resolutions. I don't know how you feel about resolutions, but um, I think because they so often fail, I like to think of the things um, that I plan for as goals. And I also like to keep them in check, so to speak. You know, instead of listing 20 things I want to do in 2022, I think three or four. I want to reflect on 2021. It's been uh, a roller coaster of a year for, I think, a lot of people, but um, for people I know in particular. Um, but I also think that uh, there are things that I'm looking forward to that I can keep um, to a limited number of things so that I feel confident I can accomplish those things. So more yeah. goals than resolutions for me. Yeah, I think that's well said. And in many ways, I feel as if 2021 was an even crazier year than 2020, uh, to be honest, because I feel like a lot of our year was taken from us in 2020. And, you know, we sort of had an idea of what things were going to be like. And this was our first year sort of navigating back into reality after, um, you know, how wild it was um, the year prior. But I remember uh, a year ago, sorry, I was going to say a year ago, I remember um, saying that, you know, people were so optimistic about 2021. And I said, no, 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 2021 is going to be a transitional year. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm a cautious person. I am, um, by nature, a relatively conservative person, take that how you will. But I also think that um, by not having expectations that are so great, I temper my disappointment and it helps me navigate the the daily of life. Mm -hmm. So I remember thinking at the end of 2020, you know, it's just not going to go away. And now we know COVID is never going away, right? But I also felt like let's not think that 2020 is an anomaly because 2021 is going to be a transitional year. And I would say that for the first half, maybe two thirds, it felt like more of a transitional year, but this fourth quarter of 2021 has felt like um, it, we've gone backward to some extent. Yeah. And you know, I think, I think that's a good thing to say too, because with a lot of us, uh, when we're making new year's resolutions, I know you don't like the word, they're just that, right. You know, you sort of, have goals or expectations for the next year and people don't follow them. They just expect things to necessarily change on a dime. And I think that's what you're talking about with 2020 going into 2021. You know, of course, life will never be the same. And of course, uh, COVID will always be here. But I think it's also important to remember that just because 2020 happened and, you know, the initial shockwave went through, didn't mean that everything would change without things and people actually changing the next year for this year. So I think that's a good thing to remember. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, aside of all that, I think uh, what we should do is sort of go through what 2021 
brought us and what it taught us, essentially. So um, I think one of the first things we can talk about is that we started our podcasts this year. And we did. on January 27th, I believe, and that's when we released um, our first Star Wars episode. Go and listen to that if you'd like. But um, every single week since then, we have been putting out at least one episode, whether or not we've been advertising it. But that's also something that I want to look forward to in 2022. Consistency with being able to have better production quality and also being able to sort of have a much better understanding of what we've done in the past year and what we can do better. So I think that's what we're looking towards and wanting to just be more consistent in that way. We've Mm -hmm. loved being able to have the podcast and we've kept the baseline of being able to put something out every single week. But I think making it more substantial is something that we're really looking towards in 2022. What would you say? I I completely agree. I have a friend out in California, shout out to Adam, who recently discovered the podcast. Well, he discovered it because I mentioned it to him, but he he knows of you. And of course, I know him. I've known him for a lot of years now. And uh, he was pretty excited to hear that we had a father-son podcast. And and he's he's a family man. I'm sure he's a great dad um, and uh, and a, a man of faith. And he was really excited when he saw the number of episodes that we had, um, you know, put, for, put forth. And I'm proud of that, too, because you've had a very busy year, Noah. Um, I, I, I've had a very busy year, but you've had a particularly busy year in a lot of ways. And um, yet we were able to commit to this on a weekly basis. And I really appreciate that. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, of course. And in many ways, 2021 has been transformational and transitional, uh, of course, Um, When I graduated, there weren't many hiring prospects, and um, I had to come live back home, and then I finally went to the city where I wanted to live this year, which has been great, but with that brought new challenges in my line of work and just, you know, an especially heightened sort of uh, sensibility of getting new things done, just transitioning into that life where I'm, you know, independent in many ways and also getting my graduate studies done because even when school ended, more school started, uh, just to be able to help myself. So I feel like I've been able to do a lot of things that have helped me learn, but also things that have bettered myself for the future. I felt like, you know, this year was something where I really had to work hard to achieve things that I wanted later on. And I feel like now in 2022, we're hoping to reap the benefits of not just the stuff I was doing, but just the stuff we were also doing together, like this podcast. So um, for you, one thing I've noticed is that you've become even more of an exercise demon. You know, you have just been going crazy every single week, working out even more. And I felt like that sort of helped temper some of the stress that you may feel. And it sort of helps you continue moving. But I found that you've become a much more active person this year, even though you've always been somebody that has worked out since what, 2006 or so but you've really stepped it up I feel like you're running even further I feel like you're varying up your exercises like what what can you tell us about that well I I did cross 700 miles run this year you know I I have this lofty goal of running a thousand miles in one year and let's be honest to run 300 more miles in a year is is a lot I've run 150 more miles this year than I did in 2020 which when you think about it is pretty impressive to to me anyway just because you know during the shutdown i'm using air quotes here that's when i really started running more frequently outside and i've just sort of kept that up and i think what i've learned is that it's not about the distance although you know i do like to run three to four miles at a time it's about the consistency and then 
finding a community of people in a CrossFit class two or three times a week is also fun because it challenges me to do things that I wouldn't ordinarily do. And no question, it has helped alleviate um, a lot of stress. And there was a considerable amount in 2021, professionally and personally. Well, you know, that's really good to hear. I, I think there's a common thread here for a lot of people that we know, but also for ourselves and that you know, we just continually kept learning and we found new outlets to be able to channel to, um, you know, sort of work alongside that. Because I remember you told me a long time ago that there's no real such thing as work-life balance. It's more work-life integration. And I feel like being able to integrate these things into a newer, different lifestyle has really helped us out this year because, oh my gosh, we're all tired of the saying that, of the saying the new normal, but that's really what it is. You know, it's how we adjust and adapt to our circumstances and how we can make our lives much better because of it. Right. It's all about adapting and reacting to what's laid out in front of us. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Cause as I said, this is not going away. I, I, I asked your mom last night, I think I said, do you remember a time when we didn't even know the word COVID? And, and of course, yes, there was a time and it was less Most than two lives. years ago. Yeah, and and it's impossible to imagine a conversation that doesn't involve COVID or vaccinations. We also talked about the fact that, you know, of course, I'll just put it out there: vaccinations have become extraordinarily political, and no one ever asked you if you had the flu vaccine. No one, um, and now it's all about where you can go if you aren't vaccinated. And and I get that it's a public health thing, and I don't want to veer too far off course here. But at the end of the day, it's just a reflection of the changed world in which we live. Oh, certainly. And, um, you know, I, I felt like things were somewhat divided or pretty divided even before all this happened. But nowadays, it's just, uh, I feel like there's, it's either one side or the other, you know, yeah. it's always has to be one thing or the other, there's very little nuance. And mm -hmm. I'm hoping for a little bit more unity, a little bit more understanding and conversational dialogue in 2022. Will that happen? Well, we're not entirely sure, but we can certainly hope towards it. And that's sort of what I want to transition to next. What are you most looking forward to in 2022? And what would you say are your goals for it? Okay, well, let me start with what I'm most looking forward to. I, you know, I think one of the things I love about this time of year is it is such a period of reflection Mm -hmm. And if, and when I reflect on my reflection, I think about, um, you know, a, a, a personally satisfying second half of the year, personally, in, in terms of the, some of the things that we've talked about. Um, when I think about the new year, um, I think there's a, an instinctive um, excitement about uh, renewal and opportunity. And I like opportunity because opportunity is available, um, you know, in a lot of different ways to a lot of us. And I think it means that, uh, you know, I, what am I looking forward to? We're doing a whole lot of new things at work. And frankly, at work, um, I'm excited about those. I will say that change is not something I necessarily relish. And there's been a lot of change. And I have found that to be very motivating, energizing and exciting. And I think it is proving to be something that um, I should appreciate more because I think it gives me more opportunity for optimism. How's that? 
I think that's really good because I think uh, somebody so pragmatic and um, I'd say rational as yourself, definitely an analytical. I appreciate that. Definitely an analytical thinker. Sometimes, you know, that gets in the way of being able to truly embrace things and just sort of give things a little bit more of a chance. And I've found myself sort of in that situation many times where I just think to myself, maybe I could embrace something new change. Mm -hmm. I think you and I are kind of creatures of habit and we're not entirely resistant to change, but when it comes around, we're not, uh, we're not always ready to say, Hey, this is a good thing, right? You know, we, we're, we tend to question it, but I think in this next year, being able to allow ourselves the opportunity to be more optimistic about new things and new opportunities that come ahead of us might actually give us the chance to be able to realize those goals that we have, you know, might actually be able to help us sort of be on a better process to that. But I think 2022 for us means excellent consistency, just being able to um, spend our time being, uh, yeah, more consistent quality with what we do and um, being better versions of ourselves. And of course, that's pretty much what everybody says. But when we say that, I think it's more about we're realizing the need for follow through and how we can change in order to meet that follow through and therefore meet our goals. Because once again, I feel like people expect the outcome without wanting to actually have to do the work. And I've been guilty of that before. You know, I've been guilty Mm -hmm. of that before because we want the results, but we don't necessarily want the journey, right? A hundred percent. That's human nature. Right. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a lot. You know, we have great ambitions for um, enhancing our podcast. And I think that those will be realized. I think it might take a little longer than we had and that I had hoped for simply because of recent circumstances. Mm -hmm. But that aside, I know we're highly motivated to do that. I also think that I started to think about this recently. You know, I, I spend a lot of time walking with our dogs. And when I walk the dogs, I think a lot. And I was thinking, okay, so your mom and I have a trip, a short getaway planned in January with um, some really good friends. And I'm looking forward to that. And that's in January. And I think, especially after the excitement of the holiday season or the unusual nature of our holiday season, it's nice to have something in January to look forward to. I would like to have things be more deliberate about creating things to look forward to in 2022. I don't need them every week. I don't own, I don't think I need them every month, but I think that um, because I live with your mom who finds an opportunity to celebrate every single thing. um, I I think I'd like to find opportunities throughout the year to um, create things that I'm especially looking forward to. Does that make sense? Little milestones, you know, things yeah. that you can get excited about. And I think that's literally maybe every other month, every six weeks. I don't need them every day. I don't need them every week. I don't need them every month. But I think it's important for us to, especially as busy as we all are, um, to um, create things that give us joy. Yeah, definitely. Setting a cadence for incentive. And I'm absolutely one of those people who believes that we should celebrate more things in life. Um, mm-hmm. I- I think it's important because you know we're not here that often and you know why spend time sort of just not enjoying ourselves when we can actually take a little bit of extra time to find those little milestones along the way yeah, yeah. i think we should set a goal 
Um, so a friend of mine, Alan, um, shout out to Alan, who's a running buddy of mine. He and I have a goal of doing this particular race um, a certain number of times a year. This past year, I think it was six, five. Uh, we're going up to eight. Now, this is a particular race. We do other races too, but you know, in the post-COVID world, or I don't know what, there's no such thing as a post-COVID world, but we probably have, are doing fewer than we had intended. But my point, what I'm going to say is we have planned to do, I think, eight in 2022, what I would like to do is plan realistically for a certain number of podcasts that you and I do in the same space, and maybe to include a guest, hopefully, preferably Luke, um, when we are able. Yeah, definitely. Adding variety is sort of the spice of life, especially when it comes to the life of our podcasts. And I feel like some of our um, most creative ideas and sort of best back and forth has been when we've had guests because inviting somebody else to share a new perspective is very refreshing a lot of the mm -hmm. time. And I think it sort of helps shape the way that we think about things so that we're not just talking in a somewhat echo chamber all the time, not to say that we do, but I think it's really important to bring in new people and new ideas because, um, you know, that's fun. That's definitely mm -hmm. a fresh way of doing things, but yeah. Um, I will say, uh, full disclosure, I have COVID right now, uh, to those who don't know, uh, who are listening. So it's been an interesting and very weird way to end 2021. But um, yeah, my symptoms have pretty much subsided and uh, I'm going to get tested uh, pretty soon. Hopefully, I've, hopefully I'm negative at this point. But uh, yeah, it's, I, I think having, having this and having to isolate has really made me realize what uh it's given me a lot of time to think about 2021 and what i really want out of 2022 so i think that we are pretty much on the same page in terms of what we've decided we want out of the next year would you say that's true yeah i would what's something in 2021 that you want to leave behind uh something you don't want to repeat in 2022 i don't have an answer for that so take your time answering that so when you turn it back to me i can come up with something but I just thought that might be interesting to hear I do I do have an answer for that good um so I remember slowly <laughs> I remember a long long time ago we were in the gold's gym parking lot and you said Noah I think that Luke and I I, I think that you are more of a dreamer and I think Luke and I are more doers and I would say that <clears throat> as much as that isn't fun to hear I mean, there's a lot of, tr there's a lot of truth and stuff that doesn't feel good to hear necessarily. And for much of my life, you know, I've done things, I've executed amazing things, but when it comes to the overall things that I want to do, the long-term plans that I set out for myself, you know, where I really see myself wanting to be, I'm not consistent in that way. And I think being able to be more consistent in terms of the goals that I set for myself, not just hitting it for a month. And then saying, oh, that's good. I can sort of, you know, go back a little bit to my old ways and be comfortable. I think it's about being uncomfortable in the sense of continuing to follow lifelong practices that will help me make better habits, that will help me be more consistent and help me realize my goals. Because I find that oftentimes, you know, of course, you know, I want things. I want things for myself where I want to be this type of person, or I want to start doing this more consistently. I think it's about, I think 2022, it's well about time to be able to not only think about what I want, but also 
consistently do what I want, not just for January and February and maybe some of March, but just throughout the year so I can build better habits for myself. I think that I've gotten a lot of crazy work done this year that has sort of stalled some of the habits I wanted to be building. But um, now that I am a graduate um, again, and that I've um, sort of started a new um, a new job and the line of work that I do, I'm excited to see where that takes me and how I can build positive uh, habits that will help me reach those long-term goals I want to reach. I'm excited for you too. Let me just say this, two things. One is um, I need to remember that everything I say, especially to my sons, um, they hear. Uh, and and I, I don't doubt that, but at the same time, if that was if that comment that you just reflected upon was um, disappointing to you at the time, I apologize. Um, but I don't think I think you know I didn't mean it in a in a in a way that was anything but an observation. I think I'm very fun. much a doer. I'm the guy who goes on vacation and does stuff. I can't sit on the beach for two hours. I I can't watch a movie that's longer than ninety minutes. I you know I just got to do stuff, and I don't think that you're not a doer. Um, but I think you and your mom tend to be more visionaries candidly. And, and that's probably a better way of saying it. You have, you see things and, and you, um, create in your mind what you want. Whereas I'm sort of doing the, the day by day to get to that point. So I like that you and your mom can see, um, have, have, I don't know, it's a bigger goal and I'm sort of nose to the ground, to the ground working toward those things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no, of course. And I think one of the reasons why I remember it so well is because it's true, you know, it's about accountability. And even back then, of course, you know, it didn't hurt my feelings, but you know, when somebody says something to you and it sort of gives you pause and you're just Mm -hmm. like, well, you know what, that's sticking with me because it is true. It was significant enough to me that, um, you know, I realized it's something that I need to reflect on. So that's something that's always sort of stuck with me because whether it was cross country for a number of years and then like running on my own for a number of years, then taking like a break for a while or starting up something else or, you know, having, getting on a better sleep schedule for a while and then sort of wrecking that sleep schedule again, or, you know, in terms of just like eating correctly for a little while and then sort of going, falling back to old habits it's really important to be consistent, you know, whether it's working out, eating, like sleeping, all that kind of stuff is really important to be able to build your best habits for later on. So I I find that that's a good way to keep yourself accountable. Yeah. And I, 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 of course I agree. And I think sometimes that can be interpreted as rigidity and sometimes rigidity is necessary in order to, to reach the goals or to um, keep yourself accountable to things. Um, one of my goals for next year is uh, obviously to continue doing a lot of things I'm doing, but also to eat better. Um, you know that I'm not big on traditional junk food, but I love me some cookies and cake and sweets. You, you can have the chips, you can have the bread, you can have the, the, the butter, the things that are just sort of like condiments like mayonnaise and things like that. But I have a really hard time resisting dessert. I'm just going to say it. I eat like a 10 year old. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, of course, it's it's easy to do that. But I mean, you've done a lot better about that this year, I would say than in past years, for sure. I mean, you would eat higher trays of Rice Krispies. 
Well, you you you're saying that because you haven't lived with me for the last six months. But we'll just right, do that. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. It's all good. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about with with regard to 2022? I, I don't want to. Uh, are there any movies you're looking forward to seeing? Any TV shows? Anything? Any music coming out that you're looking forward to? Is there a new Frank Ocean album coming out I should be looking forward to? No, but on Christmas, Frank Ocean just said something along the line. I think he started up a new Apple radio channel or something oh. like that. Um, I have to I have to say, I'm pretty uninformed on the stuff that comes out in 2022. Uh, the new mm-hmm. Batman movie should be really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but, I agree. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any landmark films uh, because honestly, a lot of them end up on streaming as well. So... And I love it. Uh, yeah, for Christmas, I was given uh, the present of being able to see any movie in this really, really cool theater uh, that we have over here in the city. So I'm kind of trying to decide what kind of movie I want to see or which one I want to see. I guess I want to see West Side Story, but that came out this year. Yeah. Um, well, we can tell you about that since we saw it. Um nice. Yeah, there was one other thing I was going to tell you about. Uh, with, oh, you know what? I want to. I want to. I want to learn to use Letterbox. I downloaded Letterbox, and I know you're a Letterbox user. And since I brought up movies, I was hoping for a tutorial, but we didn't get to see each other for obvious reasons. There is nothing to Letterbox, but I will see if I can uh, help you out with some of the. Fun. I mean, I'm not sure I need a tutorial, but I do want to spend some time with it because I, I don't yeah. really think I know that it's necessary in my life. Just one it, more it, app. It's a yeah. really great archive for all of the stuff that you've seen and all the stuff you mm-hmm. want to watch. And especially with how forgetful we can be, you can be like, oh yeah, that's right. And you can see other people who use it and how they rate movies and what they want to watch as well. So it's pretty cool. It's more of a, it's like the Facebook for movies, essentially. Okay. So it's the old person's version of um, movie tracking. Maybe, maybe. maybe. It's better. It's By better the way, I do part. want to see a film in that, in that uh, theater that you have uh, reference just a minute ago and you've seen a few movies a couple times i want to see a movie in there because i want that whole experience oh yeah and this is a yeah. different one that i'm talking about but it's oh, kind of okay. similar to the draft house gotcha okay. cool let's so i'm excited about 2022 yeah let's move into the check it out section okay so um all right if you didn't know the matrix 4 came out and you know what it's not supposed to be that good I didn't expect it to be that good because it had almost no fanfare for the most part up until really little. Yeah. I I was, I remember hearing the announcement and then seeing things trickle here and here and there trickle in here and there. But for the phenomenon that it was back in the early two thousands or late nineties, you'd be surprised a movie of this budget didn't have more to say. So with that in mind, you might've missed that it came out in December and it is also streaming on HBO Max. So if you have an HBO Max subscription and you want to avoid the theater, go and see The Matrix uh, on your home screen. Uh, you can, I think it's available for a month, but you can stream it now. So make sure to get your Keanu Reeves fix before uh, it goes. Did you see it? No, I'm still debating on seeing it or not. Remember, I'm not a huge fan of the first Matrix movie. And yeah. <sighs> From what I've been hearing, it just doesn't seem like essential viewing, but maybe since it's on HBO, we'll see. Okay. I, I didn't see, I didn't understand the first one. So I'm going to pass my, my friend and former boss, Steven, um, is a big fan, did multiple presentations with the Matrix as a backdrop, and I'm just going to let the Matrix live there. So <laughs> my check it out is a film, big surprise. Uh, you know, I've had a little bit of time off 
and uh, we watched Being the Ricardos on oh, Amazon Prime last night. Uh, Nicole Kidman and um, Javier Bardem. Yes, uh, and uh, J.K. Simmons. And uh, I'm going to tell you, it's quite good. I did not expect it to be as good as um, as it was. I, you know, who, I, when you're my age, you know I love Lucy. Most people love I Love Lucy or have fondness for I Love Lucy. Mm-hmm. It's I thought it was really well done, and your mom did too. We really enjoyed it. Um, it's a little long, but I think it's uh, important. Um, you know, obviously they took some liberties with it, as I understood it. The events that unfold in this one week of this film sort of did not unfold over one period, one week's period of time in real life. But the way it was done, it's an Aaron Sorkin film. Some people love Aaron Sorkin. I'm not one of them, but I really thought this film was good. And I got to tell you, Nicole Kidman, I'm not sure she she's ever bad in anything. She's just kind of amazing. So she really did a good job as Lucy. And, and you know, I remember Lucy because she she died in 1989. So you you don't really remember Lucy, no. but she had the voice and the mannerisms. I mean, that's what a what a what a, an established actor does, right? But it was really spot on. It was it was good. It was it was a good story. Well good done. To hear. I, I, I highly wondering. recommend it. I was wondering because I see it kind of being blasted in a lot of different places. Yes, which is why I wasn't sure we were gonna like it. And we said, Well, we'll give it a shot. Your mom said, It's your vacation. Let's watch what you want to watch. And I said, Let's try this. And we got like 20 minutes in and she said i like this and that makes me happy when she likes it because she's probably not gonna fall asleep does she dislike anything though no she really doesn't what did we see recently and you didn't like it oh west side story but that's a story for another day all right all right so being the ricardos that is streaming where on amazon prime and it's in theaters oh very cool yeah. All right. So with that, thank you for listening to our 2021 year in review and what we look forward to in 2022. Thank but you for listening then, throughout 2021. Yes, exactly. Until then, I'm Noah. And I'm Greg. And this is Easy Talk. We'll see you in 2022. Happy New Year.